If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Proverbs chapter 15. Proverbs chapter 15. We'll be looking at verses 1 through 5. Verses 1 through 5. And then Proverbs 18 verse 21. So it's Proverbs 15 verses 1 through 5. And Proverbs 18 verse 21. Let us hear God's word this morning. A soft answer turns away truth, away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly, but the mouth of fools pours forth foolishness. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but its, pers- per- but its perverseness And it breaks the spirit. A fool despises his father's instruction. But he who receives correction is prudent. And then Proverbs 18 verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. This is the word of God for us the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word and for the inspiration of it. Lord, may it speak to our hearts and our lives in such a way that we will find life so that we can speak life into the lives of others, Lord. May it challenge us, may it change us, and may we never get over it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we are in the midst of our Life Song series. Like I say, it takes popular music, looks at the meaning or the questions of it, and then we talk about how uh, the gospel message and the Word of God can help us to answer those questions and to lean in that. And we started the first week with Alabama's I'm in a hurry and don't know why. And I will just go ahead. I need to confess I have not done well since that sermon, okay? I mean, it's like uh, I have been hurrying, hurrying, and hurrying. So except last week I was in Jamaica and you're on island time and believe me everybody takes their time especially getting us the food sometimes but anyway I won't go there but uh but no it was great but but um but you know there's something we learned about how we really were not created to live life in a hurry we really were not and then last week Pastor Chris did a great job talking about best of me the food fighter song best of me um and 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 how we give the best of ourselves when we truly simply do what the Bible tells us what Jesus is command and that is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. That is how we give the best of ourselves to God and to others. And so here we are this week, and we're looking at this song by Lucas Graham. Um, Now, whenever I first said Mama Said, there were folks that thought I was going to do the old Mama Said. You know, Mama Said there'd be days like this, that that one there. And and then and others brought up, oh, are you going to do something from uh, the Waterboy movie? You know, uh, Bobby Boucher, Mama Said. You know, and, uh, and 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 then there was some that got it mixed up with uh, Mama Tried. Y'all remember that old song, Mama Tried, and and, and all, and Mama did try. But anyway, the uh, uh, didn't always work with me. But 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 uh, we're talking about this song. It's a newer song, or newer, several years old. But whenever I heard this song uh, for the first time, I, I had to use it. I just I was like. I know that if we ever do a life song series again, I didn't realize it was going to be like three years before we did it again, but I, I, I wanted to use this song. And uh, Lucas Graham wrote this song 
Lucas Graham Forshammer is his actual is his name, uh, and he's remembering his childhood in Copenhagen, and uh, it was his first single that he released from uh, from his uh, genius uh, recalled on his uh, album, and he said this about the song. He said, "We didn't grow up with too much money, but always had enough." We had food on the table and beds to sleep in, plenty of second-hand clothes. Today's society is a little too caught up on the new things. Um, and he says, you know, he's talking about how he was living in a marginalized community but dreaming of better, bigger things and how it was actually the words of his mother. It was what Mama said that really gave him the courage, that gave him the encouragement, that led him to become who he had become. And, and I'll tell you, whenever I first heard this song, I was thinking about, you know, it's mainly about mama talking about being thankful and gratefulness. And I'm going to get there a little bit. But really, when it came down to it, to me, it spoke more about how important the words that we speak over the lives of those around us and into the lives of those around us. The words that we speak to our children, to our grandchildren, to our, to our spouses, to our co-workers, to our friends, to those around us, even the people we don't know, how important and how powerful those words can be. In fact, Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. You hear that? And the power of our words holds death and life. And so I want us to look at that this morning for a few minutes and talk about and answer the question to what can our words speak into people's lives? What can our words, just like Mama said, and what Mama said spoke something into Lucas Graham's life that led to him becoming who he was, what can our words speak into people's lives. So let's look at that for a few minutes this morning. Number one is this. Our words make a difference in people's outlook. Our words can make a difference in the people's outlook that are around us. And, and that, that, that goes for any folks that are around us. What we say to our children, what we say to our spouse, what we say to our co-workers uh, uh, can, can play a major part into people's outlook. In fact, this singer says that he, became, he had a good outlook on life. Even though they didn't have everything that other kids had, even though it might have seemed like a long shot to get to where he ended up getting, he said he he had a good outlook on life because of the words that were spoken to him by his mom and dad. And, and the singer talks about that, that just, the, just the, the mom continuing to say, you were good kids. You are good kids. There is good in you. She saw the good in you. Now, do you think he was good every day? No, he wasn't good every day. We're not good every day. Nobody's good every day. But knowing that still his identity to them was a son and that he was a good kid was a powerful thing. Listen, all words make a difference in the outlook of things. In fact, uh, the University of Denver did one, uh, one study that showed that 10 or more negative comments per 100 comments was a key factor in almost every divorce that they studied. In almost every divorce that they studied, they, they claimed that 
per 100 comments, they would have 10 or more negative comments. And it was a key factor in those divorces. Uh, another one was the, in the book, The Carrot Principle. It says that 79% of employees who quit their job say it is a lack of encouragement. 79 that quit their job say it's from a lack of of encouragement. Listen, our words matter on the outlook of others. Our words matter on the outlook of life. Our words, I, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, uh, they say that the first five minutes of your words, once your spouse comes home from work, that, 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 that the first five minutes of the words that are shared with each other can set the outlook and, the, and set the tone for the entire night. In other words, if, if I come home and Tina's just got home from work and I come home and I start talking about what hasn't been done or what should have been done or why is it this done, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, that is not going to set the tone for a good night. I mean, there is like no tickle time tonight. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I mean, like, or, anyway, but I, but I mean, it is not going to be a good night. Our words can set the tone for an entire night. Uh, Proverbs 15 verse 1 says this, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. How many times whenever we should have done a soft word, instead we did a harsh word or a hard word in that way? Instead of a soft answer, it was a hard answer or a hard word. And it, it messes up relationships. Our words matter on the outlook. Number two is this. Also, our words make a difference in people's gratitude. It really does. Our words make a difference in the people's gratitude, people around us and their gratitude. This is especially true with how we talk around our children. If we're always talking about something we want more of, or if we're always talking about we don't have enough of this, or if we're always talking about something that we don't have instead of, or what we want to have instead of being grateful and showing thankfulness of what we do have, then don't expect our children to live a life of gratitude. Don't expect them to be grateful and thankful for what they're given or for what, they're ha what they have. We have to speak those words around them. They need to hear us say that, that we're happy and that we're content with what we have and that it is enough and that their love is enough, that they are enough. They need to know that in every way. In the song, the singer says, Mama said that it was quite all right. Our kind of people had a bed for tonight. We never really went buying clothes. Folks were passing on the stuff and passing on the stuff in plenty loads. New shoes once a year and then out to play ball so we could ruin them. And I think we all did that. But anyway, uh, but these words from his mom, even though it was past me, were pass-me-downs that they were getting, she said, be thankful. Be grateful for it. And that's what our words should be. Gratefulness and thankfulness and appreciation should be what our words are to the people around us, to our spouses, to our children, to our parents, whoever it may be. Let us... Words make a difference in people's great gratitude. Colossians chapter 2 verse 7 says this, Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding, abounding in thanksgiving. How many of us are teaching others by our words to abound in thanksgiving and in being grateful for who we have around us, for who we have with us,
and for who God and for what God has given us. And then number three is this. Our words make a difference in people's potential and hope for the future. Our words make a difference in people's potential and hope for the future. We saw this especially true whenever it came to Lucas Graham. Because here, here's, what, here's what Lucas Graham does. He, here's some of the lyrics, and they're, they're going to be on the screen. And Daddy told us never listen to the ones pointing nasty, nasty fingers and making fun. I told them I'll be singing on TV, and the other kids were calling me a wannabe. The, other, the older kids, they started bugging me. But now they're all standing right in front of me. I, I, he did do a little, you know, a, a, a slight little uh, jab there whenever he said, Yep, the very ones that were making fun of me are now in front of me in the crowd and I'm on the stage. But what his mama said is don't listen. What his daddy said is don't listen to those words of discouragement. Don't listen to those words of negativity. Don't listen to those, of the, to those words that are saying you cannot accomplish this. You cannot fulfill that dream. You cannot do that. No, don't listen to those words. Listen to the words that say you can. Now, here's the fact, folks. We need to be the people who are saying to our children, who are saying to those around us, you can. We need to be the people who are speaking good words. Proverbs 15 verse 4 says this, A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. You hear that? Wholesome tongue, tree of life. What you say can be a tree of life to somebody. What you say can be that very tree of life. In Proverbs 16, 24, gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul, and health to the body. Never underestimate the power of what you say. Kyle uh, Adelman, a pastor, talks about whenever he was in third grade, he, he says that he had a teacher, her name was Miss Zeese. She was right out of college. He said she was the most beautiful woman in the school. And, and, and they just loved, everybody just loved Miss Zeese. And what she said mattered. What she said made a difference. And, and so Kyle Ottoman said that he was in third day and he had been to the uh, third grade and he had uh, been to the eye doctor. And, and, that, um, and that he had been to the eye doctor and got glasses for the first time. And this was back in like the 80s. And he said his glasses kind of, if some of you are like 30 or over and remember Sally Jesse Raphael, do y'all remember her and all? He said that's kind of what the glasses looked like. And, um, and, and you know, and so he said that uh, he got that set of glasses and here he was back at school. And as he starts to walk in, he said to make it even worse at those days, he said I had buck teeth and I had big ears. So think about it. Glasses, buck teeth, big ears. Here I am walking into school for the first day after getting those glasses. Big old round red glasses. He says, I don't know why my mama was thinking. But anyway, that's what she picked out. He said, I walked in and uh, I started hearing these comments coming from the kids and whispers. Whispers saying, nerd alert, things like that. And he said, it might have been a whisper, but he said, it rang out to me. And he said, it began to hurt. He said, Miss Zeese saw what was happening. And after I sat down, she said, Kyle, come on up to the front. Come up to the front. I want to see you. 
And he was like, oh my gracious. Now she's calling me up in front of everybody. He said, she called me up there and she said where all the kids could hear it. She said, Kyle, I like the glasses. She said, do you know what, who you look like to me? And he was like, no, who? And he said, she said, you look like Clark Kent. He said, all of a sudden, dun, 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 dun. Because you know, Clark Kent is really Superman. He said that day, and those words from Miss Zeese made the biggest difference in my life. He said she probably, to this day, 30 years later, doesn't remember it. He said, but I will never forget I want you to just think of somebody right now in your life that has spoken words of life to you maybe it was a coach maybe it was a, a teacher maybe it was a Sunday school teacher or a pastor, maybe it was your parent maybe it was a grandparent, an aunt or uncle that you looked up to, maybe it was a friend, somebody that spoke words of life that were like words of grace, like a honeycomb because here's what Adaman said. Adaman said, our words are like tattoos. And you know, tattoos are pretty permanent, right? They are. I mean, you can pay a lot of money, get something covered or whatever, but it, you, they're pretty permanent. I mean, that's why you never put, like, the name of a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever on your body, okay? Just going to go ahead and tell, oh, but they love me. They will love me forever. Bull, okay? All right. So, anyway. <laughs> You can put your mom and dad, your children, whatever. That's good, but don't, anyway. But he said they're, they're, they're permanent. And people have gotten bad tattoos, you know, messed up tattoos. Uh, some movie that dude had no regrets instead of no regrets on. Y'all remember that? But anyway, so, but uh, yeah, good Lord. But the problem is, here's the thing. It's good and a bad thing because our words are like tattoos on people's hearts. They're permanent. They're permanent. So what I want to do, what I want us to be are people. Let us be a people of good and encouraging words. Tattooing life words in the hearts of those around us. Let us pray. Lord, right now, help us to be a people whose hearts are like a honey, uh, whose, whose words are like honeycombs whose are sweetness to the soul. Lord, let us right now recall those folks that spoke good words to us and remember what that meant to us. And Lord, help us turn and speak good words to those around us. Lord, we pray for, we know that the power of the tongue has life and death, so Lord, we pray for life to be what comes from our tongues. Life to be what comes from our hearts to others. Lord, maybe there's somebody in here that heard hurtful words to the extent that they may not think that they can be loved. Lord, I pray right now, God, you show your love to them. Speak to their heart, Lord. I pray right now, God, that you will use people around them to speak good words that are trees of, trees of life, Lord, that are sweet honeycombs to their souls. Lord, if there's anyone in here that just simply needs to say yes to you and to know what the good word is all about, Lord, I pray this morning will be a morning that they say yes.
Lord, that there's healing that needs to happen from bad words that were spoken to us, Lord. We pray that forgiveness and healing will happen in our hearts in whatever way it needs to happen. In Jesus' name, amen.